Hello everyone, my name is Brittany Lord and welcome to Elevated Elegance, a mental health podcast to help you transcend life's adversities, manage mental health concerns, and add grace into your life. This podcast is for education purposes only and is not meant to replace services provided by an LPC and other mental health professional services. So in this episode, I wanted to discuss seasonal affect disorder. Some people might call it winter depression or seasonal depression, um, but in the DSM-5, it is considered major depressive disorder with a seasonal pattern. This affects about 5% of the population and is more severe than just having the winter blues. Um, It is considered a type of depression. But in this episode, I will be discussing the symptoms um, and ways to cope with the symptoms. And even if you don't have seasonal affect disorder, it could still help with the winter blues as well. So listen until the end. So individuals with this disorder will usually experience mood changes and symptoms that are similar to depression. They usually occur during the winter and the fall months, and they tend to improve during the spring. Less commonly, it can occur during the summertime, but like I said, it's not that common for people to experience this during the summer. And this disorder is more common among women than it is men. Now, this disorder is more serious than the winter blues because there is a certain level of distress and the symptoms can cause issues with your day-to-day functioning, so it makes it harder to get your everyday tasks completed. Common symptoms of this disorder are fatigue and weight gain. The symptoms can vary from being mild to severe. It also includes symptoms of major depression disorders, so I will go over some of those symptoms. So some symptoms of major depression are feeling sad or having a depressed mood, loss of interest or pleasure in activities that you once enjoyed, changes in appetite, It usually involves eating more and craving carbohydrates. Um, There's also going to be a level of change in your sleep. It's usually sleeping too much. And like I mentioned earlier, feelings of fatigue, even if you do get enough sleep, there's an increase in purposeless physical activity. So that could be the inability to sit still, pacing, or that can also include a change in your um, speech or movement. So you're very much more sluggish than usual. Other symptoms include feelings of worthlessness or feeling guilty, difficulty thinking, concentrating, or making decisions. And on the more severe side, there will be thoughts of death or suicide. If you or someone you know is struggling with suicidal thoughts, please reach out to Crisis Text Line. You can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741 and speak with a crisis counselor via text. Okay, so when it comes to managing the symptoms of SAD, um, the theory is that These symptoms can come around because of the changes in your circadian rhythm during the winter times of the month. The lack of sunlight can affect your circadian rhythm, 
which therefore can disrupt your serotonin levels. So the reduction in sunlight also um, affects your serotonin levels and your melatonin levels. So of course my go-to advice is to go to a mental health professional to help you um, manage your symptoms and process your symptoms and kind of understand the disorder a little bit better. But I also want to bring up this alternative method of managing your symptoms uh, at home, which is doing light therapy. Now, I did a little bit of research on this because it is a little bit new to me. Um, so do your due diligence because I was looking into different lights on Amazon and apparently there's a lot that goes into it. You can also... Um, seek advice from a physician. They may have some information on what type of lights you can use to treat this disorder as well. But some things to keep in mind when doing light therapy. So it's best to do it when you first wake up. So it's, it's to help kind of mimic natural light and get your circadian rhythm back in, um, you know, it's re on its regular program. So you it's suggested to do it within the first hour of waking up. Another thing that I would suggest in addition to going th to therapy is making sure that you are taking your vitamin D. Now this may require going to your physician and maybe doing some tests to see um, where your vitamin levels are at um, and just seeing how much vitamin D would be recommended for you to take. Um, everybody is different. But I know for a fact that um, your vitamin D deficiency can definitely um, contribute to a depressed mood. So just make sure that during this time you're getting your vitamins in and probably eating a little bit more healthy. Your food definitely does affect your mood. So that is also another thing to keep in mind. Um, and I know it's, it's hard, but exercise is also very important. Your endorphins will naturally um, increase your mood. So you don't have to go to the gym and work out excessively, um, but you can doing some type of movement. Um, trying to stay active in some way, shape, or form can also help with managing your symptoms. And then last but not least, I definitely suggest during this time, making sure that you're not isolating yourself try to get out there and go out with friends, talk with friends. I mean, there's even online communities um, where you can engage with people. So you don't necessarily have to leave the house. But if you are someone that doesn't really have a lot of friends, or maybe your friends have a very different schedule from you, I would also suggest even going on meetup.com. There is a bunch of people that host, you know, free activities. They have everything from, you know, meditation classes, drum classes, um, there's a, there was one group of people, um, where they meet up and go on walks together, you know, all different types of stuff, so if you're unable to meet up with friends, for whatever reason, I would suggest going on meetup.com, there's, that's definitely one way to, um, get your social aspect of your life in and meet new people.